I think we're good. I think we're live. I think so. Shaz, are we live? Mera Prasha Zada. Yes, we are live. Because this thing here is live. Okay, are we good? All right. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa la aqibatil mutaqeen wa la idwana illa ala al-zalimeen. Wa salawatullahi wa salamuhu ala ashraf al-anbiya'i wal mursaleen. Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'ata wa sahla wa anta tajbil hasna idha sha'at sahla. Allahumma a'inna ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husna ibadatika ya rabbil kareem. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh everybody. Good evening. I hope you guys are doing well. My apologies for no. Sorry, no. I was meant. <laughs> I was meant to apologize because I thought I was going to be late, but I did actually make it on time. Uh, I just got in, and um, the I just got in, and uh, what I was um, making, uh, what I was unsure of is uh, whether I'd have time. Number one, number two. Just come in, it's cold, so I'm gonna wear the scarf today. And I've been outside and um, not gonna lie, enjoying myself. Um, the afternoon was very nice and evening. Morning was very busy, very productive day. Been working here and doing a bit of R&R &R as well, Alhamdulillah. So just currently in London and uh, so forgive the whole kind of uh, background, very plain. I know with that's gonna be very disappointed. She likes a little tree here and there just to break up the whiteness. For me, I like the plain background because then the focus then comes back to me. That's the difference between myself and with that. I hope that uh, everybody else is um, doing good. All right, folks, I think we're on page 95. Who's gonna confirm or not confirm? Who's gonna stick up some text for me? A bit of Arabic, a bit of English. Who's gonna do me that? The volume is low. Hmm. To be honest, I cannot, uh, to be honest, cannot do anything about the volume. Guys, is the volume low? Is it low? Maybe an apology to start on time. Yani, I'm sorry for starting on time, you mean? Yeah? What are you hitting for? Anyway, yeah, okay. It's okay for me, it's okay for Maysara. And if Maysara is okay, then we're all okay. How you doing, Maysara, man? You all right? All right, listen. Just Maysara, last time I saw you was in the vaccination booth. I want to say I want to say that I got my, my booster done uh, on Sunday. And alhamdulillah, I had sore arm for a couple of days. And in terms of illness, I can't really say I was very ill, to be honest. So alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So get your uh, uh, your uh, vaccination, your booster done. Today someone sent, someone sent me a picture of uh, the screenshot of the announcement by Pfizer. Pfizer BioNTech announced a uh, Pfizer vaccine is effective against uh, Omicron. Omicron is our Omicron is our version of saying Omicron. Omicron's rubbish, man. It's Omicron. It's the mother of all Coronas, right? Anyway, 
Oh, sorry, Mason, I forgot you were 20. Mashallah. Okay. Um, by the way, you know, Mason, if you turn up at that Irish center where I saw you, or, or even it was Irish center, whatever, you know that they'll just basically, you know, at the end of one of the sessions, walk-in job, they'll do it for you. Anyway, um, so, Umar Corona, we're, we're effective against Then in the small print, it says, it says, third booster required, um, uh, third booster required for this, some bakwas. Honestly, these these companies are milking it, man. Got some crooks, full crooks. But anyway, it is important that you get your booster, not just for the thingy. I had Corona over the thingy when six months had gone by, and um, it does well, definitely weaken, definitely weakens. Yeah, we knew it was going to weaken anyway, but we didn't know how long it took to get weak. All right, enough of that. Let's get into our our uh, section. First, sujood tilawa. That's what we're doing. Wa sujood tilawa salatun. It's a prayer. Yusannu lil qari wal mustami' dun sami'. Mashallah, Mesa has written this text so small. She doesn't realize how old I am. I can't see a single thing. I'm going to have to increase the size of my screen. I'm old now, Mesa, man. This doesn't work. Right. Here we go. وَسُجُودِ تِلَاوَةِ صَلَاتٌ يُسَنُّ لِلْقَارِئِ وَالْمُسْتَمِعِ دُونَ السَّامِعِ وَإِنْ لَمْ يَشْجُدَ الْقَارِئِ لَمْ يَسْجُدْ وَهُوَ أَرْبَعَ عَشْرَةَ سَجْدَةً فِي الْحَجِّ مِنْهَا ثْنَتَانِ وَيُكَبِّرُ إِذَا سَجَدْ وَإِذَا رَفَعْ وَيَجْلِسُ وَيُسَلِّمُ وَلَا يَتَشَهَّدْ وَيُقْرَهُ لِلْإِمَامِ قِرَاءَةُ سَجْدَةٍ فِي صَلَاةِ سِرٍّ وَسُجُودُهُ فِيهَا وَيَلْزَمُ الْمَأْمُومَ مُتَابَعَتُهُ فِي غَيْرِهَا وَيُسْتَحَبُّ سُجُودَ الشُّكَرِ عِنْدَ تَجَدُّدِ النِّعْمِ وَانْدِفَاعِ النِّقَمِ وَتَبْطُلُ بِهِ صَلَاةُ غَيْرِ جَاهِلٍ وَنَاسٍ The entire uh, uh, translation is that the prostration for recitation is an, actual, is an actual prayer and is sunnah for the reciter and the one actively listening, but not for the one who merely hears it. That's where we stopped last week. This week. If the reciter doesn't prostrate, neither does the listener. Okay? There are 14 prostrations, two within Surah Al-Hajj. One makes the takbir when prostrating and rising back up, then sits and offers the taslim, but doesn't do the tashahud. It is disliked for the imam to recite a verse of prostration in a silent prayer and to prostrate therein. Those praying behind the Imam must follow him in all other prayers. It is recommended to offer the prostration of thankfulness, sajdat al-shukr or sujood al-shukr, when a new blessing presents itself or harm is averted. If offered during a prayer, it will be invalidated other than for the one who is ignorant or forgetful, meaning you're not meant to do it whilst you're praying. So last week, the prostration for recitation is an actual prayer and is sunnah for the reciter and the one actively listening but not for the one who merely hears it. Our class position, of course, is that it's not an actual prayer. It's very different from an actual prayer. And so we spent a lot of time speaking about that. Then we ended the class by speaking about uh, who is it upon. And we said definitely, obviously, for the reciter. And we said, first of all, it's not obligation, it's a sunnah. There's a whole point of this is that it's in a chapter of sunnah, sunnah or sunan, super prerogatory. So it's not obligatory. But who is it upon? It's upon the reciter and upon the one who's actively listening. So who we call those people, the listeners, not the hearers. Okay, you hear something is different. Listening, sitting down, focusing is something different. So what we're doing today is 
Um, what we're doing today is the top of page. Um, uh, the top of page 95 in the commentary. This is quite nice, inshallah, today. We're going to go through the ayat of sajda, etc., etc., and discuss a few interesting things which I think are interesting. Okay, walaikum salam, Danish. Nice to hear from you, man. You've gone missing. You see, whenever I need something, you always go missing. Gassan, where are you? Ijlal, yes, everybody is getting the vaccine everywhere these days. Boosters are very good in the UK. They're quite far in. Right. So if the reciter does not do a prostration for the ayah that he recites, all right, um, the, uh, I say he, that's an imam, of course, male, but it could be a female imam in a female gathering. It could be a female uh, at home and people are listening. So that was a little bit, um, uh, to be honest, just a little bit lazy, frankly, um, me saying he. But the point is, is that we're going to carry on in the in the pronoun or the gender of the text. So if he, the reciter, doesn't prostrate, then neither does the one listening. And um, the point being made that well, this is another indication that it's not obligatory to prostrate. But anyway, let me, let me uh, which we already covered last week. But anyway, let's just go and see what Sheikh Thameen says. A, if the if the if the, the the reciter doesn't do it then the one who's listening doesn't do it because the one who's listening is only following the qari okay he's not yani uh, uh, uh he's not following the 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 the, the 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 quran otherwise he would be reading it himself he's actually following the qari the qari is the asl and he's the farah that's the root that's the branch okay um, the evidence for this is the hadith of Zayd ibn Thabit radiyallahu anhu annahu qara'a ala nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam surat al-najm falam yasjud fiha um, that he recited um, one second one second what is going on here uh, one second ladies and gentlemen One second, guys. Right. I had to do that, unfortunately. It's good to be back, Noreena. By the way, guys, again, those who are joining late, I just want to say that I just walked in from outside. That's why I'm dressed like this. Just, you know. Or I might make it an absolute norm, depending upon whether Shazad and Widad uh, allow me to get away with things like this. I know that Shazad's not very happy that, you know, I'm looking young and stylish and stuff. Shazad's never happy. He's a very, very jealous guy. Very possessive guy as well. That's, what, that's why my missus doesn't like Shazad very much, because he's super possessive. Don't tell she's had that. Um, now, ah, where are we? So Zayd ibn Thabit radiallahu and he recited upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Surat al-Najm, okay? And he did not uh, prostrate, neither did the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, okay? Um, and Zayd, uh, this hadith by the way narrated, uh, yeah, which, one, which one is this one? This hadith 
Is a hadith narrated by Bukhari? Sah? Yes, this hadith is uh, narrated by Imam al-Bukhari, hadith number 1073. So Zayd didn't make the prostration. He recited, he recited Najm. He didn't prostrate, neither the Prophet ﷺ. Despite the fact that the Prophet ﷺ has previously prostrated for this surah, inside prayer, outside the prayer. The fact that Zayd didn't do it, the Prophet ﷺ didn't do it. But the fact that Zayd didn't do it means that he understood the ruling on it, that it's not obligatory. The fact that the Prophet ﷺ also didn't do it, despite having done it before when he was reciting, but didn't do it, proves that when you are following another reciter, you don't do it. Okay? Hope that that makes uh, uh, sense. All right? Um... Uh, yeah. And so uh, other times the Prophet, the, the Prophet would make sajda and then the companions would uh, uh, would uh, make sajda with them and the Prophet didn't criticize them for doing that. Meaning the opposite is not wrong either. Meaning that if the Imam does the sajda then everybody does the sajda. And if that was wrong, the Prophet would have said that's wrong. And so him not doing sajda himself is indicating the only way, the only answer that would fit all of these scenarios perfectly is that it's not obligatory, first of all. And secondly, that the one who listens doesn't do the said, the one who listens only follows what the Imam does. Okay? What the Imam does. All right. Uh, hope that makes sense. So, um, what Sheikh Uthameen says, it's very clear what this hadith indicates. This hadith indicates that the Imam is the one that is to be followed, or the reciter is the one to be followed. And if he doesn't do sajda, then you don't do sajda. It does not, it does not indicate what some scholars said, which is that the sujood tilawa, this prostration for recitation, is actually abrogated as an act or as a requirement to be done for the Mufassal Surahs. Now you remember back in the day, I wonder whether this will test Mesa. Okay, let's see yeah, if she's worth her Edmontonian roots. She got very upset when I said she's from Calgary. Okay, I know she's not from Calgary, but I was just saying a general phrase. Okay, because Calgary is the dominant city yeah, compared to Edmonton, let's be honest, right? So Alberta is what it is, but Calgary is what represents it. And when you say Calgary, Al-Qul, okay? When we say it's portion, we mean all of it. So. We don't need to get into big issues, but Mesa, let's see if you can find the a let, let's see if you can find the portion in which you spoke about the Mufassal. Anyway, surahs. So the point is, um, the the uh, Mufassal surahs are the last uh, couple of juzah short surahs in the Quran. Okay, the short surahs in the Quran. There is an opinion that because Zayd Muthabit recited the uh, uh, Surah Najm and didn't make sajda. This is an argument to indicate that actually all of the sujood were in action uh, all throughout the time and then towards the latter time of the life of the Prophet ﷺ because they didn't do it and because the Prophet ﷺ didn't do it, then the ruling on the sujood, uh, the, the ruling on sujood of tilawa is, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, uh, abrogated. Anyway, this is incorrect. The point I'm trying to make is that this theory is not uh, established because it is well established such as, such as for example in Sahih Muslim that Abu Huraira عنه, that he said that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sajada fi idha sama'un shakkat wa fi surah iqra yani surah al-alaq iqra bismi rabbika aladhi khalaq and wa huma fil mufassal and of course these are absolutely from the mufassal surahs 
injures the amma, right? So hope that makes sense. There's an argument that uh, because they didn't do the the the, the sajda for Surah Najm, that you don't need to make it. Our response is that's not the case. Actually, the Prophet ﷺ did do that for other surahs, so it's clearly something which is to be applied to the whole Quran and the Mufassal surahs as well. And actually, what this hadith means is that they didn't do it because you don't have to do it. That's it. It's not an obligation. Khalas. All right, question. Um, what about if the Qari, the reciter, is reciting, whether in Salah or outside of Salah or whatever, comes across an ayah of sajda, doesn't do the sajda, should the mustami' the one who is listening, okay, and should they go in and say, should they, sorry, at that moment, uh, perk up and, you know, remind the reciter, remind the reciter that, hey, you forgot, uh, uh, or, you know, say something like, usjid, or, yeah, prostrate, or, sajda, sajda, whatever. Something minimal, something Arabic, something yani Islamic that doesn't yani completely become a foreign word in the prayer so that it starts to negate the prayer. Should the guy do that to the imam? Sheikh Uthameen says that if it's clear the context of the situation, it's a case by case basis. If the situation is super clear that the imam really that the imam really has forgotten, for example, the fact that the imam never forgets to do the sajda. And he's not a student of knowledge, he's not like a scholar, but he's an imam or he's a reciter, meaning that he doesn't understand all the issues and whatever. He's a simple kind of guy who basically, whenever he recites, whether reciting from Quran like this or whether reciting under the, the things like that, um, or whether in the prayer, outside the prayer, whatever, but he always makes sajda. So it's clear, and he's got good memory and all the rest of it, it's clear that this guy is forgotten. It's a one-off, he's forgotten. And so therefore, if he's forgotten, we should also give her applause. Although, I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't expect anything less from Mesa. She's gone straight to the file, press search, write in Mufassal, there it is. That's why she's Mesa. That's why she runs the show. That's why when she says it's gonna be a dust of one hour uh, exactly, we make it an hour and a half, because that's how it is. Right, um, so it's okay then to, you know, remind him if he is definitely in that scenario clear by everybody that he has forgotten, that he has forgotten, okay? أَمَّا إِذَا لَمْ يَحْتَمِلَ النِّسْيَانِ But for example, right? Um, for example, uh, this guy never forgets. Very much in control. You know he's a student of knowledge, understands the rulings, clearly did it on purpose, or what you can assume to think did it on purpose, and then on purpose, meaning didn't prostrate, then you don't remind him. Then you should not be reminding him. Okay? Because that person left it intentionally, clearly. And that's something which is good to do from time to time. It's actually meant to be left from time to time to teach the people it's not obligatory. This is an act that we do. We leave certain acts of worship on purpose to teach people that this is not obligatory. Because actually, a lot of the time, many people think these acts are obligatory. And the sajda of tilawa is a very good example. How many folks do you know think that sajda tilawa is like, not just obligatory, but like the highest levels of obligatory, like, you know, you know, mental madness levels, 
You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, especially in the prayer, for whatever reason. Is that an emotional thing? I don't know. But, you know, they really seriously consider this, all right? Inside and outside the prayer. Okay, pack's going to pack. That is absolutely... You know what it is, my Khan? What you're going to do is you're going to put that in one of those nice flowery picture things. Pack's going to pack. And you're going to put yourself down there and you're going to put down in brackets, AE would have said this if he had thought about it. But you got there first. Pack's going to pack. All right? You deserve some credit. About time. Uh, exactly, Umar Ibrahim. And that's really, you know, uh, uh, Umar Ibrahim saying, I feel weird if I hear a sajda, a uh, tilawa, and not prostrating. All right? And that's just the way that we're cultured. And it's a good thing as well. But I mean, it's, it's you know, I don't mind feeling weird, but it's when the weirdness kind of feels like you've done something, you haven't completed deen, you know what I mean? That's 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 like, you know, it's not not good, that. Not good. Um, so we would prostrate for recitation during the prayer. Matt, is that, I think what you need to do is you need to revise this last 15 minutes, okay? I think you've been a bit tired today, okay? <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. Well, uh, we said that this is applied in prayer, outside prayer. This is about, this is nothing to do with the prayer. This is about the the one who's reciting, all right? If the, if the guy recites we prostrate uh, and prostrates, we prostrate. If he doesn't prostrate, we don't prostrate. Whether inside the prayer, outside the prayer. All right. Wahua. Next. A, a sujood tilawa or sujood tilawa. As for the sujood tilawa, the prostrations for recitation, arba'a ashrata sajda. They are 14 sajdas. Okay? 14 sajdas. I'd give them a shouting as well. Forget the elders. Right. So what are these 14 sajdas? As you can see, the Hanabila are very clear and strict and obvious on it. And by the way, when you see, we said this before, you know when you see a definitive statement come out of the blue like that? So not like, not like saying, here are the verses of prostration or here are some of the verses of prostration or whatever. When you hear like a really definitive statement, there are 14 verses of, of frustration. That is a clue that others don't think there are 14. Does that make sense? Yeah. In fiqh, always be suspicious. Suspicious in a good way, I mean. Like, mm, I need to investigate. Um, or rather that there's something else behind this, basically. You should always assume that something's going on. Um, and as Narina says, 14 to 15... There are some scholars that put it one more and some even one less as well. There are differing numbers, but the majority of them fall into 14, 15, and the majority of them um, are, that's it actually, they're pretty evenly split. split okay? Um, but let's, let's, Yanni, uh, go through them. All right? Let's go through them. My eyes are going to be great here. Let's see if I can increase uh, this. Let's see. Right, so from these 14 verses of prostration, uh, where are we? Oh, sorry. First of all, uh, Shaykh Uthameen says, what's the delil? The delil is the sunnah. Okay, the delil is the sunnah because the scholars, they followed the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's prostrations. Okay. Um, and these prostrations, when they occur in the sunnah, uh, in hadith forms, the ahadith are a mixed bag. Some of them are sahih, some of them are vaif. Some are sahih marfu'an, some are sahih mawqufan. Okay, what that means is that 
Some are absolutely authentic, proper, bona fide hadith in which all of the narrators are present, that they're narrating one from the other, from the other, from the other, to the companion from the Prophet ﷺ directly. They saw the Prophet ﷺ or he said something, etc. That's marfu'a, raised all the way to the Prophet ﷺ at the top of the chain. Then you've got mawquf. Mawquf means that it stopped. What does that mean? It stopped at the companion. Didn't actually become a statement of the Prophet ﷺ, but rather it's a statement of a companion. Uh, in one way or, or another. Now, this is interesting, okay? Because, of course, a mawquf hadith is technically not a hadith at all, right? It's not a hadith at all because it's not a statement of the Prophet ﷺ. However, you remember many times we've discussed this in the class that there is a concept of mawquf bihukm rafa' that you have a suspended or, or paused or mawquf hadith, which is a statement of a companion, essentially, that is actually given the legal ruling of something better than that, which is that it's an actual hadith, a raised hadith, marfu' hadith. Yani it is It has the ruling and to be treated like it is a raised one, as if the Prophet said it, simply because of one reason, and that is because the matter which is being spoken about could not have come to biological deduction. It would have had to have been told to the companion by the Prophet. Normally it's about the akhirah, the matters of the ghaib. If a companion mentions something about the ghaib or some issue about Jannah or Nar or whatever, it's impossible for a companion to know that. It, they don't receive revelation. They don't get any you know, separate guidance. When you hear something like that, they might forget to say, the Prophet ﷺ told me or you know, whatever. But that is exactly what happened. They were told by the Prophet ﷺ because there's no way else that they could have worked it out. Hope that that makes sense. Okay? So that's why Sheikh says, because this matter of working out which verse of the Quran is a verse of prostration is not something which a person can make ishtihad of. Not something you can work out yourself necessarily. It's not an area for rationale, but rather this is something which can only be divinely established. Therefore, the matter is tawqifi. Tawqifi, we've spoken about that before. When we say an issue is tawqifi, Right, Tawqifi means that this is a matter that has been established divinely. There's no space for me, my opinion, your opinion, thinking about it, no thinking about it. No, it's something which is a matter from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not something that we can rationally work out. Okay, all right, so which ones? So, uh, 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 what are these verses uh, in the Quran? The first one, chronologically, chronologically. We're having this discussion in art. Who was there in the art class just recently, guys? Um, uh, from a history and Quran preservation perspective, are these 14 sujood points in the Quran preserved through the hadith marfu'a, hadith only, or a mixture of both a mawquf and marfu'a? As I said, both mawquf and marfu'a because mawquf have been given. As long as it's authentic, then it's, I just explained that it's gone up, right? Uh, oh, Maysara, man, this was a live class, man. We needed you in there. Um, so uh, one thing that we were speaking about in class is what would you call the Quran? So if I said Araf, the first, okay, listen to me, guys. All right, I need to tell me, help me out here. If I said to you that the first sajda of Tilawa in the Quran is Surah Al-A'raf, what do you understand by that? What do you understand by my statement? If I said to you, the first 
sajda of tilawa in the Quran is in Surah Al-A'raf. What do you understand by that statement? Write down what, what you think I understand or whatever. So Arif has said the first in Mus'haf order. What does that mean, Arif? What does it mean? What does order mean? By order of the surahs. You see the problem, every answer here is that there's a problem. Okay, because that's not the order. Order of surah is an order of revelation. Right? Now, Mesa has said chronologically, which is the word that I used in class. I said chronologically speaking, this is the first time so-and-so appears in the Quran. It was actually the example of something. All right? Then I realized, actually, that's not the correct word because chronologically, chronologically means in a dateline. So chronologically, actually, is the exact opposite. You see, Mesa? What do you think? All right? So, and that's right, Farisa. We then, someone suggested the word that it should be in paginated order. It is the first surah. It is the first sajda of tilawa in the Quran. What I want to know is what is the right word to use chronologically in English chronologically right is not the right word I believe can you guys tell me what should we go with chronological everybody understands chronological starting with the earliest and following the order in which they occurred so it's definitely not so that thank you Miriam so it's definitely not chronological can we agree so is it paginated I want a single word everyone's going you know, everyone's going all this kind of placement and blah-de-blah and arrangement. There's got to be a word like chronological, which describes the way that I can say that the first one... Assembled Mus'haf is just really poor English, man. There's two words as well. Come on, man. Come on, bro. It's got to be a word. I, in class, we came up with paginated, but it must... It must sequential? In sequential order... The first sajda tilawa in sequential order in the Quran. Guys, are we going with sequential? I don't even know, by the way. Compilation. The first, let's say compilation. The first surah that has a sajda tilawa in compilation order. Hmm. So we've kind of, we're, I think compilation works. So I kind the sequence of numbers assigned to pages in a book. Sequential. It's interesting that there's so many votes for sequential. I don't feel sequential is accurate. Lutz, does sequential work? I don't know. Mariam, does sequential work? Yeah, I, I, I'm with Umar Rahim. I think sequential kind of goes towards all the revelation, you know. I like paginated now. Paginated, yeah? The sequence of numbers assigned to pages in a book or periodical. In compilation order, in paginated order. Order of pages. Yeah, I think that's why we went with pagination in class. I, I, it felt better. All right, anyway, we're going to go paginated. By the way, I don't even know if paginated is a word or not, right? But I'm using paginated, yeah? Because there's no paginational, right? So it will be chronological. And it will be paginated, right? Compilation is more descriptive as it was comp as it was compiled. Yeah, I have to say that comp compilation. I like compilation because the Quran was. Comp 
Lutz, we like it as well because you thought of it and because it the Quran was compiled. Okay? So, in compiled order. Actually, I'm not going to lie. I think compiled is, is definitely right. What's wrong with compiled? Surely compiled is the right answer. Arif, isn't compiled the right answer? Don't give me now, I'm Yemeni, I don't know anything. Don't, don't bug out now, okay? Yeah, I have a feeling that paginated is not. Yes, chronological is incorrect. It took Mesa literally 20 minutes to... That's the difference with Mesa, yeah? So Mesa said chronological, I said that's wrong. She didn't speak for a whole, literally nine minutes, yeah? And the reason she didn't speak for nine minutes because, is because if somebody's going to publicly say I'm wrong, you best be wrong. And I'm going to make sure that I'm definitely wrong. So she spends nine minutes doing every single search until she comes and brings all of that kind of behavior with big text and all italics. And you know, don't mess about with Mesa. Now you guys understand. Now you guys are finally getting yeah, what I'm talking about. It goes on a different level to all of us human beings. Okay? I'm telling you. Right. Also known as paging. There we go. Jodri has killed it. Jodri has killed pagination forever. You know what? By the way, there's only one genius on this on this thing. Walaikum salam. Jodri. Mudir. Listen, can we agree that that pagination is dead? Okay? It is compiled. Alright? I'm officially making this. <laughs> I'm officially. <laughs> Why Allah put some people in your lives that whenever you see them, and you think of them, you smile and laugh. Chaudhary is that guy. Muhammad Mudir. Muhammad, you got, bro, you got to change the name to Chaudhary, man. I'm telling you. Right. So, the sajda in Surah Al-A'raf is the first sajda by appearance in the Mus'haf. Do we even need a word? Uh, Maryam, do we even need to answer that question after you just spent half an hour writing that sentence? All right. So, in compilational order. All right. In compilational. Is compilational a real word? All right. I don't know. <laughs> we need to release that video Danish of him turning up late and smiling as well while he's late so in compiled order of the Quran Surah Al-A'raf is the first one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-A'raf for all of this yani, section إِنَّ الَّذِينَ عِنْدَ رَبِّكَ لَا يَسْتَكْبِرُونَ عَنْ عِبَادَتِهِ وَيُسَبِّحُونَهُ Indeed, those who are near your Lord um, uh, are not prevented by arrogance from his worship, talking about the angels, and they exalt him, and to him they prostrate. Um, and the point behind this particular sajda being that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises it so much and indicates his praise of those folks, okay, of the angels, right? Um and the Sheikh Uthameen says, And whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises and praises the one who does it, then of course that's going to be something which is beloved to him. So that's definitely got to be included. It's in. Alright? That's the first one. The second in compiled order of the Quran is in Surah Ra'ad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلِلَّهِ يَشْجُدُ مَنْ فِي السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ طَوْعًا وَكَرْهًا وَظِلَالُهُمْ بِالْغُدُوِّ and to Allah prostrates whoever is within the heavens and the earth willingly or if we've got to force you by compulsion and their shadows in the morning and afternoon. That's Surah Ra'ad. Sorry, I should give numbers. 
Surah Al-A'raf 202. Surah Al-A'raf verse 202. The second was Surah Al-Ra'd verse 15. The third is Surah Al-Nahl. Al-Nahl uh, verse uh, 50. Okay, verse 50. Now I just want to pause here and say something. Um, when we say a single verse number, we mean that that is the end, last, final verse in an either one, two or three verse sequence that leads to the sajda. It's quite possible that the starting of the plan to make the sajda starts a few verses before. I will give you an example in a minute. This is one of them. Surah so Nahal, verse 49 and verse 50 is what actually leads to the sajda. But it's actually only the verse 50 that's called the ayah of the sajda. Yeah? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلِلَّهِ يَسْجُدُ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ مِنْ دَابَةٍ وَالْمَلَائِكَةِ وَهُمْ لَا يَسْتَكْبِرُونَ يَخَافُونَ, يخافون رَبَّهُمْ مِنْ فَوْقِهِمْ وَيَفْعَلُونَ مَا يُؤْمَرُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that um, and everything prostrates to Allah whatever is in the heavens and the earth from all creatures and the angels and they are not arrogant in that manner they fear their Lord above them and they do that which they are commanded. They do that which they are commanded. Is verse 50, that's the ayah of sajda, even though verse 49 is the one that starts it off and indicates what it is that they actually do. So that's the first part. The second part, which is the actual ayah of, of, of prostration. So you wouldn't actually prostrate after finishing 49. You prostrate after 50. And that's why we said this is a tawqifi matter. This is a divine matter, not aqli one. Because you could maybe uh, prostrate after 49. But the Prophet ﷺ said and prostrated after 50. Which is why in the mushafs you see that little kind of nishan or house thing that's built. I don't know if it's a house thing. I don't know what it is to be honest. But uh, whatever it is indicating that kind of, um, uh, you know, that this is time to make sajda. So another example of multiverse kind of, uh, uh, multiverse, isn't that Spider-Man? Isn't that Spider-Man? Multiverse, did I just go full Spider-Man there? I did, didn't I? Um, where are we? Uh, where are we, where are we? The next one is Surah Al-Isra. And Surah Al-Isra, is a three verse combo, okay? 107, 108, 109. However, the ayah of sajda itself is 109, as I said, the last one of the combo. You will see um, what I mean. قُلْ آمِنُوا بِهِ أَوْ لَا تُؤْمِنُوا إِنَّ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْعِلْمَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِ إِذَا يُتْلَى عَلَيْهِمْ يَخِرُّونِ لِلْأَذْقَانِ السُجَّدَى That's the first indication, all right? It gives yani, the idea. Well, let me read the Arabic first. وَيَقُولُونَ سُبْحَانَ رَبِّنَا إِنْ كَانَ وَعَدُ رَبِّنَا لَمَفْعُولًا وَيَخِرُّونَ لِلْأَذْقَانِ يَبَكُونَ وَيَزِيدُهُمْ خُشُوعًا So, um, uh, from, the, from the verse 107, uh, say, whether, say, meaning, O oh Muhammad, say, whether you believe it or not, those who are given knowledge earlier fall down on their faces when it is recited to them. Okay? Fall down on their faces in prostration. That's the start. And they say, Glory be to our Lord. Transcendent Subhanak Ya Allah. Our Lord's promise has been fulfilled. Okay, it has been done. 
and they fall down on their faces weeping and the Quran increases them in humility. Allahu Akbar. That's when we go down into sajda. All right, that's how many? One, two, three, four. Right, and then next in Surah Maryam. Uh, so it's Maryam, straightforward, uh, Surah 19, Maryam, verse 58. Verse 58. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِذَا تُتْلَ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُ الرَّحْمَانِ خَرُّوا سُجَّدًا And when the verses of the Most Rahman, the Most Merciful, were recited to them, they fell in prostration and weeping. Okay, so that's the uh, the next one. What's that? One, two, three, four, five. So when it comes to the order of uh, surahs, okay, when it comes to uh, uh, thingy, uh, the first five verses of the sajda in the Quran, sujood tilawa, then there's no kind of you know uh, discussion. Or, or no d dispute or any kind of, uh, uh, you know, nothing, all right? Uh, uh, beg your pardon, thank you, uh, 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 Marzita, you're right. Uh, I said Araf is 202, is 206, okay, verse 206, my apologies. Um, so, first one, Araf 206, uh, Surah Ra'ad was verse 15, Surah Al-Nahl was verse 50, Surah Al-Isra was verse 109, and... Um, Surah Maryam was verse 58. But now we start getting into some difference of opinion. So now we enter Surah Hajj. Now in, in Hajj, Al-Hajj, you have some that said there's only one, like the Hanafi scholars, and a number of other scholars actually. And then you have others, such as the Hanabila, such as the Shafi'is, who said there's two. All right, let's look at these. So first of all, in Surah Al-Hajj, in verse 18, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Alam tara anna Allah yasjudu lahu man fi samawati wa man fi al-ardi wa al-shamsu wa al-qamaru wa al-nujumu wa al-jibalu wa al-shajaru wa al-dawabu wa kathiru min al-nas wa kathirun haqq alayhi al-adhab wa man yuhini allahu fumalahu min mukrim inna Allah yaf'alu ma yasha. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Do you not see that to Allah prostrates whatever is in the heavens and whoever is on the earth and the, and the sun does so as well, and the moon, the stars, the mountains, the trees, the moving creatures, meaning creatures, and many of the people, but also upon many of them, the punishment has been justified. And he whom Allah humiliates, for him there is no bestower of honor, and indeed, in Allah yaf'alu ma yasha, and indeed Allah does whatever he wishes. That's verse 18. They agree on that, okay? Everybody agrees on that. It's the next one that they disagree on. This is verse 77 in Surah Al-Hajj. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu rka'u wa asjudu wa abudu rabbakum wa fa'alu al-khayra la'allakum tuflihun. We discussed this before in a couple of weeks back. All right. Um, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O you who believe, bow down, prostrate yourselves, worship your Lord, and do good so that you may succeed. Now, as I said, this is a matter of difference of opinion. The hadith are not very clear on it, number one. Number two, if when the hadith are not very clear on it, we look at context and does it seem to indicate that it should be something that we should be making sajda for? 
Um, some scholars said that the word wasjudu means the prayer itself. Others said, how can you read the prayer when the, how can you mean the prayer and not the sajda when the ruku' is there? So there is some, there is, it, it is the stronger position, according to the majority of, of scholars, that this is actually an ayah of sajda. This is actually an ayah of sajda. Okay, so we're with the we're with the Shafi'is and the Hanabila. But again, it indicates that the matter is flexible. That there's a difference of opinion. The Hanafis do not consider this to be one of the ayats of sajda. I mean, it's not the end of the world. It's just a you know. I mean, we didn't even say the ayat of sajda are obligatory to perform either. But this is for knowledge purposes. At least you guys now are in the full uh, picture. How many does that make, guys? So, Araf two o six. Ra'ad 15, Nahal 50, Isra 109, Maryam 58, um, Al-Hajj 18, Al-Hajj 77. All right, I'm good with that. That's seven so far. Okay, then the next one, the eighth one is Surah Al-Furqan. وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمُ اسْجُدُوا لِلرَّحْمَنِ قَالُوا وَمَا الرَّحْمَنِ أَنَا اسْجُدُوا لِمَا تَأْمُرُنَا وَزَادَهُمْ نُفُورًا and when it said to them, prostrate to the most merciful, they say, and what is the most merciful? Should we prostrate to that which you order us? And it only increases them in nufura, yani in aversion. Yani they feel less inclined. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pushes them even further away, um, which is just even worse for them. This is verse number 60. Okay, this is Surah Al-Furqan, verse 60. The next one is in Surah Al-Naml. The ant, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ala yasjudu lillah, aladhi yukhruju al-khab'a fi-samawati wal-ardi wa ya'lamu ma tukhfoon wa ma tu'alimun. Allahu la ilaha illahu rabbul arash al-azim. This is Surah Al-Namal verse 25 and 26. 26 being the verse of actual prostration. Should they not worship Allah who brings forth what is hidden in the heavens and earth and knows both what you people conceal and what you declare. Allah, there is nothing worthy of worship except Him. And He's the Lord of the mighty throne. Alright, then the next one is in Surah Sajda. Surah Sajda, by the way, is known as Alif Lamim Tanzil. Alright, it's another name of the Surah of Sajda. Those who are currently studying art with me, the second version. By the way, good news. Um, the next one is at the end of January, which is for the West Coast. And then, then a week after, or like two weeks after, I think it's a week after, um, it will be then the Singapore and Philippines and Malaysia and Pakistan and Asia and Middle East versions. So January, end of January, February, busy times, man. Busy times, great class, mashallah. You love it. Trust me, you love it. Um, in that, we were talking about, you know, the names of surahs and what's their position in terms of, um, you know, uh, is the name are the names of the surah something which is tawqifi, meaning named by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or is it something which is a matter of difference of opinion and, and so on? And the scholars differ over that. But there is flexibility in the names of the surahs. So we call the surah sajda sajda, but actually most of the times you will see it in the sunnah narrated as Alif Lam Tanzil. Alright? Alif Lam Tanzil. Um Bani Surah Bani Israel and Surah Isra. The most famous I would say You guys, Yanni, you know, you tell me what you think. But off the top of my head, if we're talking about the most uh, the most famous surahs that have names that the scholars differed over, I would say Surah Al-Isra, which is known as Surah Bani Israel in the Sunnah, far more than it is known as Surah Al-Isra. 
سورة قتال which is سورة محمد okay and سورة سجدة which is ألف لام يوم تنزيل سورة الأعلى which is سبحان رب سبح اسم ربك الأعلى سبح اسم ربك is known as اقرأ سورة العلق and اقرأ those are the five that come to my mind okay uh, those are the my Tabarak, uh, uh, very good, well done, Mesa, very excellent one. Um, excellent, Tabarak and Mulk, okay, Tabarak and Mulk. So, there you go, you got yani, some of these uh, uh, surahs, right? Let's move on. My apologies, guys, oh, God, yani, we don't want to be Mesa out in this session. If I don't even finish this, I'm gonna get cussed. Where are we now? Yeah, so in Surah Sajda, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in verse uh, 15 of Surah Sajda, that only those who believe in our verses, who, when they're reminded by them, fall down in prostration and exalt the praise of their Lord, and they are not arrogant. After the Sajda. They're not, يعني, you know, too big of themselves يعني, to make that sajda. That's verse 15 in Surah As-Sajda. The next one is in Surah Fussilat. In Surah Fussilat. Across verses 37 and 38. Now, um, what I want to say uh, 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 is, and this is important, that um, the Hanafis, they, at this point here, in compiled order, who's got a Hanafi Mus'haf there, guys? Look at Surah Sa'd, verse 24. Who's got Hanafi Mus'haf? Anyone? So do I, Dina. Don't we all? Don't we all? Oh, Ugh, I'm getting old, Qasim. Don't we all? Is <laughs> that the same? Everybody's yawning, yeah, just jumping on a bandwagon. Someone, that's the problem, Mesa. Then what do you know? This is why you live in Dedmonton. That's the reason. If you don't know what Hanfi Mus'haf is, you haven't lived life. Okay? You haven't lived life. There isn't such a thing. Okay? Uh, Surah Saad. Is Surah Sa'd has sajda? I can't remember whether the normal Madani of, uh, uh, Mus'haf has it or not. Verse 24. Uh, 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 it does. It Does it, yeah? That's very interesting. Can we have a look at a, a, a cross-section, guys? Sumer, can you check yours? And is it like the normal green one? Right. Very good. Can we have, can can all of you, as a little exercise, check your Mus'haf, which is closest to you, physical. Don't bother with the with the app ones. Okay, the app ones are catastrophic. Okay. Um, uh, but uh, can you just check your various uh, Mus'hafs, please? And tell me if it has the Sajda in Surah Saad, and what is your Mus'haf? 
all right? So I want to hear Pak printed Pak 1. I want to hear Deobandi printed South African 1. I want to hear Green Madani 1. I want to hear Blue Madani Pak 1, yeah? I want to hear Syrian Tajweed 1, all right? These are not so off the actual, and then you've got the Egyptian colorful one. Um, uh, these are not as bad a description as you may think. Pack one, very good, Salma. Diabandi, uh, South African, has it at verse 25 or 24. Yeah. So the OG Medina Musaf, it has it, yes. Madani Green has it, yes. And the Pack one has it, yes, as well. Fascinating. Okay. Fascinating because we're going to come to that in a second. All right. We'll come to that in a second. But because we're just going in order of the Quran, because I hope that you have been in this little exercise while I'm going through it in order, you've been doing it as well. So let's actually, uh, let's uh, uh, carry on. Um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in uh, verse uh, uh, 24 in Surah um, uh, Sad, in the story of Dawood alayhi salam, in in here, right? Okay. In the the story of of um, Dawood giving the hukam, right? And this is very important. Actually, more important for me is to explain what happens in this story. And I say that because the good news is that Dominion is going to be coming back, inshallah, live. Um, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Right? That's important as well. Dawood he said that he has certainly wronged you in demanding his extra sheep in addition to your one, right? In, this, in the story of the judgment. And indeed, many associates uh, oppress one another, except for those who believe and do righteous deeds, and few are they. It was at that moment, of course, Dawood realized that actually he had given the ruling before thinking about it. And Dawood became certain that we had tried him. This is back to the translation, right? Uh, and he asked forgiveness for his Lord, and he fell down bowing to Allah in repentance. He fell down bowing in repentance. Repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay, he fell down bowing and turned in repentance. This is Surah Sad, verse, 30, uh, verse 24. Okay. Um, anyway, like I said, more on this story in Dominion, inshallah. But my point is, is that this is a verse that the scholars differed over. And as you can see, a lot of the scholars do include it. Uh, I don't follow that opinion, neither does Sheikh Uthameen. Um, there's very little evidence of this being uh, an actual sajda of tilawa. Uh, but we'll come to this in a second. But I, my point was is that this is very much a big thing in the Hanafi school. This is a very clear sajda of tilawa in the Hanafi school. But it's not with the Shafi'is. It's not with the Hanabila. Um, some of the Shafi'is do include it. The Hanabilis certainly don't. Okay? As a as a 
as a as a Mu'tamad position, I believe I could might have got that wrong. I know that there's some opinions in the Hanbali school that do include it, but officially, I do not believe that this is one of the. Uh, and I could be corrected, but I'm pretty positive that as official humbly, you know, I'm not too fussed about what it is or not, but just to be accurate, I think that it is um, the official humbly position. All right, official humbly position that this is not a sajda. Anyway, carrying uh, uh, on, okay. Carrying on, carrying on. Where are we now? Where are we? So the next one is... Surah Fussilat. Did I do Surah Fussilat? No, I didn't. Yeah. So the next one is Surah Fussilat. Did I do Fussilat? I did. No. So the next one is Surah Fussilat in compiled order. Verses 37 and 38. القمر uh, the night, the day, the sun, the moon uh, are only a few of his signs. Do not bow down in worship to a shams or to the moon, but bow down in worship to Allah who created them in kuntum iyahu. If you are, if, in, if it is indeed him that you worship, but if they are arrogant, Allah warns, then those who are near your Lord, the angels, exalt him by night and by day, and they don't become tired. They're ready to make sajda. If you don't want to, hey man, knock yourself out, do what you want, because we have those that are ready to worship us. You need, you need that worship, not me, says Allah. I don't need that worship from you folks, right? I love this ayah, by the way mental levels okay so that's 38 then verse 38 in surah fussilat then sultan najm okay which we spoke about earlier on in the hadith of, of zayd ibn thabit uh, allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says fasjudu lillahi wa'budu so prostrate all of you together prostrate to allah and worship him sultan najm verse 62 verse 62 the next one then is Surah Al-Inshiqaq Al-Inshiqaq فَمَا لَهُمْ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ وَإِذَا قُرِئَ عَلَيْهِمْ الْقُرْآنُ لَا يَسْجُدُونَ What's up with them that they don't believe? Why don't they believe? Okay? And when the Qur'an is recited to them, they do not prostrate. They don't prostrate. Yeah, what's up? What's up with that? Yeah? What is up with that? I mean, like, seriously, what is up with that? Hmm? Verse 21. Okay, verse 21 of Surah Inshiqaq. And then the final uh, one, which um, is the 14th, according to the Hanbalis. And it is the 15th, uh, according to, uh, well, anyway, we'll come to that in a second. All right, is the final one is an Iqra bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq, Surah Al-Alaq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Kalla la tuti'uhu. Wasjud Wakatharib. Yep, which means no, do not obey him, but rather make prostration and draw near to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay, so these are 14 sajdas. Okay, these are 14 sajdas. They are 
in A'ra, so because uh, in the text, remember, Saad is not there. Remember, Saad, not there. Just the Hanbali position. 14 sajdas, right? In A'raf, Ra'ad, and Nahal, Surah Al-Isra, Surah Maryam, and two in Hajj, Furqan, Namal, Surah Sajda, and Fusilat, Najam, in Shikaq, and Surah Al-Alaq. That's 14. Sheikh Uthameen says, وَأَمَّا سَجْدَةُ صَادْ فَإِنَّهَا سَجْدَةُ شُكْرٍ Okay. Why did I say that? It's not a sajda. Did I say that? Anyway. So, sajda of sad, according to the Hanabila, is a sajda of shukr. All right? That this was basically not a, according to the Hanbalis, that this was an act by Dawood which was specific to him. It's not something which can be applied to us. He made a mistake. He sought forgiveness. Allah forgave him. And out of gratitude, he made prostration to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it is out of shukr, right? And it's not a general uh, kind of precept for us to apply. So uh, that's basically what is being uh, put forward uh, by the Hanabila. However, Sheikh Uthameen says, well, I can say that Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma annahu ra'a nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yasjudu fiha. Um, there is a hadith narrated by Imam al-Bukhari, uh, hadith number 1069, that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as observed by Abdullah ibn Abbas, prostrated whilst reciting this verse. Sheikh Uthameen says, therefore, the correct position is that this is a verse of prostration. Wa'ala hadha, therefore, then following that, then the prostrations for forgetfulness in the Quran are 15, are 15, because we will do sad as well. 15 is the final total, okay? And that is the uh, Shafi'i official position. The Shafi'i position on this is solid, and it is the position of the majority of contemporary scholars, the muhaqqiqeen is the position of Ahl Hadith, it's not the position of uh, the Hanabila. It's also not the position of the Hanafi school, but they do include Saad. But they've also got 14 because they take one off of Hajj. Whereas we include one in Hajj and we include this one as well to make it 15. But now you now understand. So the uh, the Hanabila and the Hanafis, they both arrive at 14 sajdas, but different ways. One has two in uh, Hajj and none in Saad. And the Hanafis have one in Hajj and one in Saad. So they come to 14. Whereas the Shafi'i school, they have 15, and the majority of scholars follow that position of the 15. Um, Sheikh Uthameen says, what if someone was to say, Fil Quran ayat fiha sujood. There are many verses in the Quran that sujood is mentioned, and it is not legislated to make sajda. For example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, In Surah Al-Hijr, uh, in Surah Al-Hijr, uh, 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 yeah, okay, so, which is verse 99, okay? Well, it's 98 and 99 in Surah Al-Hijr. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, So glory, exalt the glorification of your Lord and, and praise Him and be from those who straight. And worship your Lord until death comes. 
So Sheikh says, there is no such, uh, the question, the uh, Sheikh is playing advocate. They, they would say, there's no sajda in this. So what's going on? Sheikh Uthameen says, um, Alright? Uh, uh, this is something which um, the Prophet the, 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 uh, this is something that the Prophet was very specifically commanded to do in a very specific situation because actually the verse before it if you read it from 97 and absolutely we know 100% how much it hurts you how much yani, it, it distresses you, what they say. Talking about the Mushrikeen, talking about the Kuffar, talking about the Quraysh, and all the whole attack has started, the propaganda has started, really stressing out the believers and the Prophet being abused and yani, being questioned and all the rest of it. This is something very specific. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, We absolutely know 100% how much it yani, distresses you and causes that, yani, you know, uh, because of what they say. So make dhikr, do make the tasbih of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Basically turn to the prayer and 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 seek some solace and comfort. Okay? You know, prostrate, be, be from the people who prostrate. Um, and actually the majority of scholars accordingly don't even think this refers sajideen does not mean make sajda, it means pray. As we said last week, was Seek patience in, uh, uh, seek help through patience and prayer. And the Prophet, we spoke about last week or the week before about from the types of prayer, when the Prophet used to be stressed out or something, he would go and pray. So, this is from that whole kind of chapter, right? This is from that kind of verb, right? This is that kind of a situation. This is yeah, late, people are going to get upset. Are we, are we? Oh sugar, did I did I did I get cut out? Sorry guys, I was I didn't even look at the screen. Uh, my goodness, what am I doing here? Sorry guys, I didn't look at the screen. The color class position is that it is a, uh, a sajda, okay? Sheikh Uthameen did, and and did I? Okay, I think I cut out. That's exactly what I got mixed up. Okay, that's exactly what I got mixed up. Sheikh Muhammad Mukhtar Shankiti is defending the humbly position, hardcore, and obviously it is in its right place. Um, so, just to close, I think, guys, yeah. So, I hope that that makes sense. I hope that that makes sense. Guys, did you hear my explanation of why uh, I didn't realize that the, the, the reception was going? But this is maybe, you know, those yani, who want the class to be finished, okay? The Bengali Masjid wants it over. But um, the question is, are we... Did you hear my explanation of why it shouldn't be considered, why some verses are not meant to be used for general uh, sajda purposes? Did everybody get that? Yeah, did people... Uh, uh, yes, okay, good. Uh, so in brief, if people question why no sajda in other places mentioning usjud, yesjudun, etc., then we say it implies salah, or we say there's no hadith to back it up. Correct, yeah. So primarily, of course, there's got to be evidence. 
right? So this is the first thing. So it's the other way around. No hadith to back it up. Secondly, we don't necessarily say it implies salah like a robotic answer, but we're saying that we've got to look at the tafsir and context to understand what's going on. That's actually the reason why they differed over Surah Sad, right? Because of the context. Some said, well, no, it does. Others said, no, it doesn't. So first evidence has got to suggest it. And then the context has got to suggest it. Now in the issue of Surah Sad, it's interesting because the hadith suggests it and the context could work for it, couldn't work for it. But it doesn't matter now whether the context works or not because the hadith is there. With this one, okay, in Surah Hijr, the hadith is not there, so we're kind of suspicious. And then when it comes to trying to justify it from a text point of view, we can actually find that the context is quite clear that you don't do a sajda. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, uh, so just to finish this off, guys. Okay, just to finish this off. Um, one second. I'm just my screen. You know, my eyes eyesight is getting worse and worse, man. And okay, this is. I just got to keep reducing the size. Yeah, there we go. So, so Sheikh says, right. Uh, yeah, Sheikh Uthaymin says, that, but, but, but according to what I said, he goes in explaining why we don't do a sajda for Surah Al-Hijr, I can cause myself a problem, he said. I could cause myself a problem because, for example, in Surah Al-Alaq, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and Sheikh Uthameen says, I just argued and said that there was a very specific situation in which the Prophet was being told to make the sajda uh, because of the stress that he was being caused by what they were saying. And so go and make a sajda. And I just told you that that didn't mean sajda, it meant the prayer. And in Surah Al-Alaq, exactly the same situation is being uh, 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 said, all right? Uh, then let him call upon his counsel of, يعني, let him then call his, his boys. Because we're going to call the Zabaniya, we're going to call the gods of hell. No, don't obey him. Don't let him stress you out. Don't, who cares about him? All right? Wasjud. Prostrate and get close to Allah. That's the only one you need to worry about. Get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's going to protect you. So it's the same kind of concept, actually, if you think about it. And Shaykh Uthameen says, someone could read this ayah and then say, but we do make sajda here. That's the difference. We actually make sajda here. So that's a contradiction uh, uh, thingy. He goes, this is an obligation. This is a command to make sajda in a specific situation. And... And this is speaking about a person who is preventing him from prayer, Abu Jahl, and so on and so forth. Okay. And I, I really love this statement. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't be anti glasses, right? Wallah. Uh, actually, you know something? Oh, no, I can't. I can't move, man. I've got my glasses with me, you know, because when I'm traveling, I've got to wear my glasses because then it gets dangerous. Sheikh Uthameen says that um, uh, this 
shows why the the answer to these questions is not how you work it out, but it is whether there's a hadith or there is a proof on the matter. It is a matter of tawqif, not a matter for you to work out. Does that make sense, guys? Because here, the same reasoning could be to not do sajda, but there is a sajda and it is legislated because the hadith established it. Therefore, the final say in the matter of a verse of sajda is that it is a divine decision. And if Allah indicates that it should be prostrated for through something directly or the uh, uh, hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, then it is to be prostrated for. Other than that, it's not for you to try to work it out. That's the end of the story. So Hanbal is 14, Hanafi is 14. They got their different ways. Shafi is 15 and our class position is 15 as well. Wajazakumullahu khaira. And I'jaz wa alaykum salam. Bro, uh, to be honest, this is, I was feeling this in, in London. In London, you know, you go all kind of peaky blinders, you know what I mean? So, I, yeah, I'm down with that. But I might have to bring it up and you know, start teaching any Manchester some style. Right, what is the reasoning for scholars using these mental gymnastics in these examples if it is ultimately talk with you? Anyway, because, Mariam, the question is, uh, which question, Morina? I don't know which question. Um, <coughs> um, the, uh, uh, the, the question is whether it's Tawqif Aslan. Do you understand, Maryam? They're, they're, they're questioning, yeah, who said it's Tawqif Aslan? That surely it should be something that's worked out. So that's what we're trying to say. No, it is Tawqifi. And that's the end of it. Okay, folks? All right. Anything else to close on? Anything important? Blah, blah, blah. Um, from my side. Uh, Sumaira, I said that it's not the class position. I said that the class, I said that Sheikh Uthameen said that there is only 14 sajdas and that this one is not of it and uh, that Saad is not of, not from it. And it's actually the other way around. It's that um, it's Sheikh Muhammad Mukhtar Shankiti who is defending the humbly position that there's none in Saad. Sheikh Uthameen does uh, accept it and it is the class position, 15 uh, such this okay all right i'm just going to take these two questions and i'm going to close because i have to go uh Fariyal is asking sometimes during my work break i only have enough time to either do my fard sunnah prayer with longish qiyam sujood etc or do all my sunnahs along with fard with short surahs which option is better the first one is better the fard is to be preferred made better made more meaningful and it's not about long i don't want to emphasize the long part i want to oh, oh, i want you to emphasize the quality of it and likewise, I also want to make it clear that that's because of the days you're working. The days you're not working, you compensate with the quality of the increased sunnah and you do more than you normally would. That's the answer to that. As for to take UK timing for Fajr during travel on a Sunday flight to Lahore at 10 p.m. What if your flight is at 10 p.m., Noreena, okay, if your flight, yeah, Umfaraz, is at 10 p.m. from the UK, the UK time for any prayer has nothing to do with it, okay? The prayer upon a Muslim is based upon where they are at the time, not on times. So you will pray as soon as you start, the, you see, as soon as you see the sky start to lighten up, which I can tell you in a flight to Lahore, if you set off from Brum at 10 p.m., roughly about 5 six hours four to six i can't i can't tell you exactly there is an app for this by the way that works it out but anyway after about yeah i would go to sleep or not go to sleep at all 
and then I'd make sure that I'd wake up with four hours, five hours or so, because um, that's roughly when Fajr is going to be. All right. So you're watching out the window. You're seeing going from London. You're seeing for the sky to brighten. As soon as the sky you see brighten up, bam, start praying Fajr quickly because in about 10, 15 minutes, the time will be gone and it will be sunrise because you're flying in the direction of sunrise. Okay. Don't forget that. Um, and uh, yeah, you still need to verify with visual observation. I don't trust any app. These are the apps that I trust, even my dodgy eyes. All right, guys. Zakamullah Khair. It's a pleasure being with you again. Back in the office next week. In oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Where's my dad? Is she here? She's not. Where's Hafsa? she here? No, she's not. Where's uh, Aqeedah? Where's she here? No, she's not. Where's uh, uh, Adil? Adil is even missing, subhanAllah, today. Where are you, everyone, etc., etc.? Everyone's missing from our studio class next week. It's very possible that we do a, a live session next week. Anyway, 8.30, definitely. No, not maybe not definitely. Yeah, yeah, 8.30, definitely. Yeah, 8.30, definitely. 8.30, definitely. Next week, Barakallahu and Jazakumullah Khair, Mesa. And I do, would appreciate if everybody make a sajda of a shukr, uh, a sajda of tilawa. And this is not an independent individual ruling. I just think that when we study it and we are in it, Fatima Mubarak is here. You sick guy. You sick guy, Fatima. Maybe we might consider a studio recording. Why not? Why not, LP? But it might get a bit late, so maybe not. But just giving you a shout out. So yeah, a sajda of tilawa after we go. No takbir, guys. Just prostrate straight on the floor. And uh, with subhanahu rabbi al-a'la, this is the content of next week's lesson. Barakallahu fikum. I'll see you guys soon. Zakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, a doff of the cap. A doff of the cap.